It's all good in the sisterhood. We've got Robin Moore from Robin Moore Coaching in the house with us today. Yay! Yeah, so thank glad you to be here. so much. Yes, I love it because we were just talking about uh, our outfits because I I wore this exact same thing <laughs> I think in the last podcast, and I wore this to your podcast launch. So hey, busy <laughs> it's moms. become my Erica outfit. I guess that's right. We're just we're just busy moms, aren't we? <laughs> that's right. So fun. Well, I know a lot of our audience um, will be very gracious to us uh, with this doubling up of outfits um because a lot of them are moms and so it's been really cool to just connect with a lot of people that are uh experiencing life the way we are and then kind of just sharing best practices and and things like that so i'm super excited to have you for those of you who don't know much about robin robin why don't you give us a little a little uh breakdown of, of what you yeah. do and what's been keeping you busy of course and first of all thank you for having me here I love this I remember a couple years ago I don't know if you remember when we reconnected and we were at dinner and you were telling me all about this and what your yes. future what your plan was and that you know that your gifting you were bringing in the financial and you were going to bring other people in and here we are today right here so I'm super excited um so yeah so your gifting is really helping people in their finances my gifting is walking women in freedom as well but in their mental and their emotional health I love that yeah well and and knowing you for the past decade it's been more than a decade now um and and being able to consistently walk out that journey it's not going to be perfect right it's not going to be perfect there's going to be a lot of challenges Mm -hmm. but I've really seen you walk that out and I love that we today have the honor of just having somebody as solid and strong and diligent as you on the podcast so I'm really excited for the things that we got to discuss about what we're going to share today uh, with our listeners really about you know their thought life and freedom in their thoughts and uh, being able to walk on the earth Loving your life, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you can do it. That's a possibility. That's a real possibility. For everyone. That's yeah. That's the cool thing, right? It's available for everyone. And I don't do what I do because I read it in some book. Yeah, I have a certification. I have those things. But what you just described, I've, I've walked it. I've lived it, right? I've gone from the depths. I shouldn't be alive, actually. I love I've gone, it. I've the- gone from that to an amazing life that I never, you know, I still get emotional when I think about it. Like I, yeah. if you had told me this, you know, 10 especially 20 years ago, if you told me five years ago, right, I I wouldn't have really believed the life that I live now. So that's such a beautiful thing. Well, why don't we start there? What, what, how did you even get into the business? First of all, introduce your, your consulting, your coaching company. Yeah, it's called Robin Moore Coaching, Robin with a Y. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so that's, I have a website there that people can reach out and find out more but yeah I help um I help all types of people but my main audience is Christian women and I help people just really learn to let go of the past and to use those things that they've walked through they've been through to actually propel them to become greater um I love women that I mean I'm a lifelong learner I'm always wanting to grow and we always have room. We're sisters in that. Yes. We always Always have room to grow. And Mm -hmm. so whether it's a huge traumatic event that they're walking through and getting through, or if it's just like they really can't get over that annoying thing their husband does, right? Like whatever it is. Stuck somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's freedom anywhere, anywhere you're stuck, there's freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I love the, the, the truth of it is you can't really 
teach something or help someone overcome something that you haven't overcome yourself, that you haven't championed yourself. And, you know, that's the reality of life. Like we see these really amazing lives lived on social media or on TV or whatever, but they've had to really work to get there, grow to be there, overcome some things. Um, and so tell us about for, for those of, for those who don't really know a lot about your story, like how did you get into this? Because girlfriend, working with people and, and their drama, like I have to give it to you. You, I love that about you, that you're so patient, you're so kind. I mean, some of this stuff I'm like, I'm just gonna slap it out of you, right? Like I'm like, wow, this is, you know, like you were saying, as little as I can't get over my husband not picking up his clothes off the floor, right? Like there are just some things I don't have the patience for, you have the patience, but it's also because you've you've walked this amazing journey. So tell us a little well, bit about that. Yeah, and it is, it's our journeys, right? Like it's, it, what is our mess becomes our message, right? Like that is, yeah. is so true. And our, our giftings are always different, right? And so that's one thing that I've learned. It's so fun that God gifted people differently. And that's what I discovered when I became a coach. Like I've been doing this all of my life, but I just didn't really have a label under it. But that's, that's what my gifting is. And part Ooh, of... <laughs> I love that. You've done it all your life. You just said like a key thing. Folks, pay attention to what your passions are that you've loved all your life. Sorry to interrupt you, Robin. Yeah, no. You keep going, yeah. girl. No. That was powerful. Oh, well, girl. Write no, that down. Great, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, because that's, I mean, that's where so many people get stuck, right? Because... You know, for me, like my day job is not related to this at all, right? And that's, mm -hmm. and I had these stories, which we'll talk about that more, right? Because life is all about stories, right? The stories that we're telling ourselves yes. about our circumstances, whatever that is. That's the reality is those stories. And so I had told myself, right, when I got into coaching, like, I'm too old. I'm a single parent, right? I, you know, I can't all these stories, and that's what I had to work through to change those stories to be like, no, I am never too old to walk in my gifting. I'm right. never too old to walk in what God called me to be. But anyway, I've digressed. Let me go back to what your original question was. And that was what brought me here. Um, so I grew up in, you know, on the outside, a great household, um, great Christian family, uh, way out in the country, a little small school, all these things. Um but I started believing these stories, these lies is what they were about myself, mm -hmm. you know, self-esteem through some life events. I picked up some stories and I made them my own. Mm -hmm. And so from the time I was in junior high, it was really where my depression started. Okay. Um, it went on for a very long time. Um, I hid it very well for a long time until... It had, you know, I couldn't hide it any longer. So I don't, I don't hide things very well anymore. I'm, I'm past that. I don't do that. What you, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I held it until I was in college and then it really, um, I mean, I was suicidal back the time I was yeah. junior high, but, um, it really came to a head in college and I was then in and out of hospitals for the next four or five years. Wow. Um, suicide attempts. Um, I was a cutter, just all those different things that just ruled my life. Yeah. Um, and you know, by then I was, by the time I was 30, I was on 11 prescription medications. Um, I was 70 pounds heavier than I am now. 
Um, you know, mind, body, soul, spirit, all those are so intertwined. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I was trying to find answers. That's why I'm passionate about this is because I was looking for answers and I just couldn't find them. Like I couldn't find what was going to help me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one day, actually what really kind of was the catapult for me was the doctor wanted to put me on prescription number 12, gave me this crazy diagnosis, which I believed Mm-hmm. Um, and I called my mom and told her, and she was like, Robin, that is not true. That is not you. And it was the first time that I thought, hmm, I, so wait, I can kind of think for myself. I grew up in a very strict household. Everything was kind of told, yeah. you know, all those things. And so I wasn't used to thinking for myself. And so it opened up to the light of maybe these doctors don't have it all right. Mm-hmm. And then that's what led into maybe what I've been telling myself is not all right. In fact, it was a whole lot of not right. Yeah. <laughs> and so then that's wow. where I really started diving into what I was telling myself. And I started changing those stories. And then that's when life really opened up. Um, you know, I got off all of those medications. Um, it wasn't until I got those off and started working on my thinking that I was able to lose the weight. Um, and then from there, it's just been a, it's just been a lifelong journey of cleaning up those stories and creating the life that, that I, that I want and God made me to have. I mean, that is such an incredible story because it's, it's really, um, you know, you hear so much about it depression, anxiety, that's kind those are kind of phrases that we hear every day now. Uh, we, we hear a lot of people struggling. It doesn't matter if, you know, what economic background, what education level, if you are a believer or not a believer, these are very real things that people deal with. Um, and I love that you said that, you know, you had, you finally took control over what was right for you like could I have a different life by what I'm thinking like is this story true about Mm -hmm. my life Mm -hmm. and so the fruit of what you were thinking which was you know there was a lot of depression and anxiety and there had to be medications thing like that that was leading you down a cycle of more what from what you're saying more medication Mm -hmm. more pain more Mm -hmm. suffering Mm -hmm. And then at that point where you said, okay, well, there's got to be, I've got to know what's right for me. So for, for somebody who is listening, what is right? Maybe somebody doesn't even know, like, what are the right things that we should be telling ourselves or working towards feeling? Like for me, the right thing for me is freedom, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm not a slave to anything. I was made free. Mm -hmm. I can do anything, Mm -hmm. right? I put my Mm -hmm. mind to, I can Mm -hmm. learn anything, Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if I have a doctorate degree or if I didn't graduate from mm-hmm. high school, I'm capable of learning anything. <clears throat> so I'm with you on those stories that we tell ourselves and how those weird thoughts start to, to pop up. But what are some of the, what was some of the right thinking that you, those right thoughts that you had to start mm-hmm. walking toward? Yeah. And, and I love what you say there about, right? Like those, those thoughts that you're creating, because they then create those, uh, those emotions that you're wanting in your life. Right. right. And the truth is we can have any emotion out there that we want. Like, and I we can go that. over that a little bit. We're this growing. is true. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. I hope that everybody li- that listening today, like understands that that is Robin, what you said was so true. You can create any emotion that you want 
right now. Mm-hmm. No matter what's going on around you. Yes. Not, no matter what people are saying to you, not saying to you, none of that. You know, the story you asked me, the story for me, like, I believe that nobody loved me. And I could have given you a million reasons. When I say nobody, I knew my mom was already always there. But I, I could have given you a million stories of why that was true and examples of why that was true. But when I started believing that I was loved, and you asked where I got some of those, a lot of those started with me from the Bible, what, what God said was true about me, right? So mm-hmm. I am loved. And then when I started telling myself that, guess what? There are a million reasons that I could explain that too, but I could not see those when I was telling myself that I was not loved. I could only, my brain wanted to prove to me whatever I told it. That's the amazing things. These stories that we're telling ourselves and we give all these examples, the truth is that those are coming to us because that is the thought that we're creating. That's the thought that we think is true. And our brain is going to prove us right. Right. Absolutely. And it's Mm -hmm. so powerful to even teach every, I hope everybody's got a pen and paper um, and are going to take notes with some of the content that Robin's about to teach us. She, she gave me a little, a little highlight reel of what some of the stuff that she's going to share with us today. But, um, this is so important. I've been hearing a lot of, I've, I've been talking with a lot of moms who have teenage daughters and they're dealing with this. Um, how was, so you knew that you were loved by your mom. How was your relationship with your mom during your teens though? Uh, it was not that great. Yeah, it was not that great. With, so I this mean, is a natural the, thing, yeah, right? Because right. for me, it was like that too. Right. I mean, in my journal, I still mm-hmm. have, I have journals from when I was nine years old all the way through. I mean, I still journal oh, wow. today. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I'm reading my 15 year old journal. I was like, I hate my mom. I love my mom. She took me and got me these shoes. I hate my mom. I love my mom. Like we're just on hormone raging, you know, seasons of our lives here. Um, how did you deal with those hormones and then at the same time have all of the other heaviness that you did as a teenager? Yeah, well, um, you know, I'm not sure that I dealt with it real well <laughs> back then as far as, again, it was it was an appearance thing for me, right? Well, so and you on didn't the outside, know. You don't know what you don't you know. Don't know you have you so know. much learning and growing yeah. to do. Yeah. So be kind to yourself, right. mamas exactly. and daughters and teenage exactly. girls. Be kind to yourself. Exactly. You know, I would say that is one of the number one things that has actually changed the course of my life is learning to be compassionate and, and curious versus condemning myself because I can be I'm I'm a go-getter so I can be very hard on myself of all the reasons why I didn't accomplish what I wanted to accomplish right but when I look at that and say huh wonder why that was versus I can't believe you didn't get that done right so being curious versus condemning yourself has been a huge a huge thing for me but back to that Mm -hmm. to those teenage years um like what did your mom do right because she mm. clearly did something right. Because you mm-hmm. guys have a beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. And, we do. You know, it's it's just such a blessing that it's such a rich relationship mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Um, she she showed me Jesus for sure. Yeah. Um, she loved me. She did. She loved me well. She was always there for me. Um, one of her ways was I don't know how she did it. I have three brothers. There were four of us within five years. Wow. Um, so she's a and super so kudos. Human. Yeah, kudos <laughs> to her. Um, but she, you know, always cooked for us. They were always there at all of our sporting events. Um, did your was... brothers deal with any of the same stuff? Or was it just the one girl in the family with all the drama? <laughs> no. They did. They, they did. They did. And, you know, I used to be really angry because I felt like they didn't understand um, I can see, yeah. I can see that. I'm like, cause I remember even my one brother at one point telling me, you know, when I was 
probably on 11 prescription medications or something like, Robin, have you ever thought about like maybe getting off some of those? And I remember I became angry. I was like, you don't understand. You don't understand the life I live. You don't don't understand these things. But my mom gave me a piece of wisdom. I don't even know if she'll remember this, but she said to me, be glad they don't understand because if they understand, that means they would have walked that, what you're walking in. Yeah. And I thought, oh, wow right? Way to turn that around. That is some incredible perspective. mm -hmm. To be able to say, I'm so glad that they didn't walk, you know, those same hard paths that I did. They've walked their own, I'm sure. Um, But yeah, I... um, I, I was the one that <laughs> that learned the hard way, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so my and my mom, the thing is, is my mom has changed a lot since I was growing up as well. Um, my parents were very hard, um, were very strict, extremely strict. Maybe some would say maybe a little too strict. Everyone thought like. everyone yeah. thought we would walk away, you know, the problem children, the rebellious children. None of us actually actually did. Um, all of us, um, have been blessed to have amazing, amazing lives, mm-hmm. um, amazing families. And, um, but yeah, but she, she had a lot of changing to do. Um, actually after, after the, after her divorce, I know that's a, a part of your story. Yeah. Um, and she really dug in and grew in exponential ways. How I'm, old were you when that happened? I was out of college. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I was older and, um, and honestly, the healing I saw in her Mm. allowed me to know that healing was available. Wow. Yeah. That is powerful. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the people that we see Mm -hmm. and you never, you just never know, you know, how you're going to bless or affect Mm -hmm. a person's life. And that's why I love the reach that this podcast has because, Mm -hmm. you know, we could just be goofy talking about our same outfits, right? (laughs) Right. But, you know, the reality is, is that some of the things that that we just display with our lives or how we walk through seasons um, with our head held high and mm-hmm. sometimes our mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to defend ourselves or, or, or use words to break down it. Like even if we're the victim and somebody else has used us uh, in a way that's not fair, we don't need to go out there and publicize it. And, you know, just uh, my kids, I think having, have it for, for them, you know, I, I'm so blessed to have such great kids, but I would have to say, you know, they have to see a good example, mm-hmm. you know, they they're do. watching, they're always watching. Everyone is watching, mm-hmm. right? But our kids to an extreme level, you know, my son, <laughs> there's so many things that I, I try to teach him, right? The yeah. things that I've learned early and they'll bring it back to you, right? So I remember, <laughs> I remember bring it back. They always bring it back. Yeah. So I remember a couple years ago, so he was only five and I remember I was complaining about something that was aching or something. I can't remember. And I remember him saying, mom, what you focus on grows. (laughs) And I was like, all right, he's listening. You don't think they're listening, but then you hear it come out of their mouth. Little nuggets. You're like, they're always watching. They're always listening. That's so beautiful. So Mm -hmm. yeah, folks, mamas out there, don't grow tired in planting those good seeds Mm -hmm. because you never know. And I love that your mom, you got to see your mother experience freedom, Mm -hmm. experience um, healing in her life. And you knew, you know what, this is possible for me now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. It and now she's a, so, you know, she moved when I adopted uh, Jaden. She moved up here and has been such a huge part of our life. Yeah. And so to have such the same uh, growth in our life that we both get to feed into my son, um, it's 
yeah, you can't, you can't put a price on it. It's a rich life. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's a rich life. Mm -hmm. So those nuggets of thought teaching. So how do you help women who are working through, they feel stuck, whatever area, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to say, oh, that's a big area. This is a small area. Because I mean, Mm -hmm. it, it's all very, um, subjective Mm -hmm. to the person, right? Each person can take a little tiny thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's a pencil and it's not the right color. And it's the biggest mind block in the world to me, Mm -hmm. right? Like I said, I only want black pencils, right? Mm -hmm. And then we could take something that's just so huge, um, like a mass, like a death or a mass or a divorce or a a bankruptcy, Mm -hmm. a loss of a business. And we see people, go through those extreme situations and just jump right back, Mm -hmm. have the right attitude. Mm -hmm. Like they minimize those big things. And so I think it's so powerful that God gave us this mind that can magnify or minimize any situation Mm -hmm. in life. Right. Mm So I don't want to take, I don't want to say, Oh, here's a problem. And it's the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's different for it's, it's going to be different for, each person that you talk to, right? So I love that you have the patience to walk. How do you walk people through that? Yeah, yeah. And and that's true, right? Like our thoughts are shaped through our life events, you know, uh, the things we learn as a child, our upbringing, all those different things. But the amazing thing is neuroelasticity. That means our brains can change. It can reform on on any way of thinking. Um, So what I found, I mean, I have a ton of tools that I give my clients, but what I found in the way I always like to start out that's so powerful is, and, and I'll teach you a concept right now, but I can tell you the concept and you can be like, oh yeah, that's really cool and that makes sense. But when I walk you through a circumstance in your life and really show you how that's playing out to you personally, yeah, then your eyes are really open to what you're creating. So every, you know, you've heard me say several things, several times, it's not about what's going on around you, right? So there is um, something, let's say a crime takes place and you have 12 witnesses. You have 12 different stories, right? Yeah. And that's because the circumstance is, is not the big deal. It's the, the thought. It's right. It's what people, the story that they create about what happened right. in their lives. And so every one of our thoughts creates an emotion. And every one of those emotions leads us to actions or inactions in our life. Okay. And that is where our results come from. And 100% of the time, our results tie back to our original thought. And so that's where the key is to changing our lives. It's looking at those stories. It's cleaning up those stories. It's, it's seem, I mean, it's an option. We can always keep those stories. Right. Um, but if we want a different emotion, we want a different result, a different outcome, that comes with changing those stories. And I'm not talking about creating something that's not true. Right. It's just looking at it through a different lens. And so that's what I get to help people do, because sometimes when we're stuck, I have a coach. Right. Because when I'm stuck in a situation, I see it as truth and I can't see anything outside of that. Right. If it's really deep in my emotion. Mm -hmm. So that's why we need people to walk alongside of us and show us what it is that we're creating. Give us other options. Right. Other people might be thinking is, is this something that you want to to choose. I mean, the client gets to choose what they want. Right. But that's what I help people do. It's the, it's the perspective. And I love that your mom, so going back to what your mom had done for you, when you're, when you felt misunderstood that nobody mm-hmm. understood, your brothers didn't understand what you were going through. And she said, 
hey, like be grateful. Mm-hmm. They don't know, mm-hmm. right? They, they, mm-hmm. You don't want them in a suffering state. Like right. who, who would want anybody that they love mm-hmm. in a suffering state? I think that's really powerful. So working with, you work primarily with women. Um, what are some of the things that women get hung up on? Hmm. I think uh, letting go. Um, of, of the past, of the way that something went down or something happened, like moving past that. So and let's talk forward. about something like, so, mm-hmm. okay, for me, mm-hmm. you know, divorce, divorce okay. is definitely, I'm, I'm two years out of the divorce. Um, it was definitely a, a rough, rough mm-hmm. ride, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, no one gets a free pass when it comes to um, that pain and hurt mm-hmm. and that struggle, right? Mm-hmm. To, to, leave an old life and bury it and, and, and start a new life. Um, where, where I think that, you know, I've been able to really move quickly into my, my future is just being able to, to see it for what it is. And, um, I think also just having all friends like you and other people that have these different perspectives mm-hmm. of what they saw the marriage as, or Erica, you know, th- these are some of the boundaries or this is what you're worth. Um, and, and that was really, that's been really helpful for me to mm-hmm. move forward, but not all women are gonna, some women will, will be, bitter for the rest Mm -hmm. of their lives Mm -hmm. I've seen it Mm -hmm. I've seen women be bitter for the rest Mm -hmm. of their lives over a divorce Mm -hmm. where honestly I'm I feel healed and happy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. thankful and Mm -hmm. grateful that I'm Mm -hmm. on the other side I feel like I've crossed this massive wilderness journey and I'm on Mm -hmm. the other side of a huge mountain Mm -hmm. and I just look at the mountain I'm like thank god I got through it Mm -hmm. right like so now I'm just every day waking up excited refreshed Mm -hmm. blessed Mm -hmm. grateful like these are all the feelings that I personally feel every day and even now just grateful Mm -hmm. that I have the mind to be here to Mm -hmm. talk with you to walk through life with Mm -hmm. just such peace there's not chaos like I remember the chaos I remember Mm -hmm. the struggle I remember all of the 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 scary situations that we were in in business and in courts and in all these Mm -hmm. different things right and so to I wake up now and I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is a lot of women won't go through a divorce mm-hmm. and feel that way. Yeah, no. And, and it's, it's like what you said, it describes, I mean, pretty much any situation that feels traumatic that which, you know, I think most people would classify, right? Divorce is one of those things. And you, you said several things that stuck out to me. And that was that you had people around you, right? Because we don't want to do this alone. No, that's a number one number one mistake, right? Of so many people, because, and when we feel down and out, we want to retreat and be alone. And and it's the worst thing you can do, right? You need people and you know, you don't just need people that are, you need those people that are going to hug you and love you, but you also need people that are going to tell you, tell it to you straight, right? Right. They're going to say, Hey, yeah, like (laughs) you're, you're wallowing in your misery right now. Right. And I love you and I will help get you, I will walk alongside, I will be there with you, but I'm going to speak truth to you because that's what, right, that's what a true friend is going to do. And so you, my guess would be that you had people, you also, you also had a history of truth from what I know about you in your mind, right? Those truths that you could go back to. Some, some people don't start out with those when they come through an event, right? So they come to an event not having any of those tools in their toolbox, right? Mm -hmm. And so then they're knocked down lower, and they don't really even know how to get out. Yeah. Um, they have no idea that they're, you know, the bitterness you're talking about is blaming it on somebody else. And we all have our part. I mean, 
we yeah. could we could be a victim uh, um, role, or we could say no. Here's what I am, and here's here's what I'm gonna do about it. But all those things that we do about it starts with the mind. It starts with those stories, those things that you're telling yourself. As far as you being able to move forward, you being able to, you being a great mom that you are for your boys, like all these, I'm just guessing some of those things that you told yourself. Um, But those are the things that move us to the action. So oftentimes we focus on the actions. How do I get there? Right? Like I've, I've done it in my business. How, 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 right? But I have to focus on believing that it's possible and believing and seeing those people that I'm going to help. That's what gives me the how. It starts Starting with, with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been listening to um, one of my favorite podcasts is the Lewis House podcast, mm-hmm. and it's the School of Champions. And he does, um, he's he has so many wonderful, you know, from pastors to authors to sports and all these things. But I shared I shared a podcast with the boys uh, at the in the dental office actually. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, forwarded it to them. I was like, this is a must, folks. Today you must listen to this. And it was uh Dwayne Wade's story. He just came out with a book. It was Dwayne Wade and he um was raised in extreme poverty um, and his earliest childhood memories are crying every night because he was hungry. Mm. He was raised by his sister. His mom was a drug addict. His dad uh, wasn't in the picture. You know, just that extreme struggle Mm -hmm. and trauma. And one of the things that he said helped pull him out of that was uh, his sister would speak so eloquently and help him visualize a different life. Mm. What life could be, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're Mm -hmm. absolutely right. Like where it starts is... Can I see it? Can I see me happy and whole? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, I could have gotten stuck in a place where I lost 15 years of my life. Mm-hmm. You took the best years. Mm-hmm. My my body when I was 21 <laughs> was amazing, right? Like, look at all these stretch marks, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can you can go to that place where you're like, you know, I've lost so much and or... I'm looking at the problem here and I'm saying, okay, I gained so much. He gave me four incredible sons that make my Mm -hmm. life so rich. And if that was his role in my life, blessed be the name of the Lord, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. if that was his role, Mm -hmm. then he did it Mm -hmm. and he did a beautiful Mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. And thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And, you know, that story of that was the prime of my life. Was that really the prime of your life? It's not. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, it's those kind of stories that we don't even catch. Right. And You're like, right. you know, one of the things I like to add several things again, I picked up, you know, you talked about that visual visualization. That's a hard word to say um, <laughs> is I mean, that's so huge. Right. Because what our minds I can see, we can get there so much quicker. Right. And so, and, Absolutely. and so if you don't mind, I'll throw you out another tool that I do. So Please do, I, girlfriend. <laughs> I write in the morning, right? We talked about journaling or mm-hmm. I was impressed that you've kept all those journals. Yes. That's great. Um, but I write it out. And what I write is not to just get it all out, but then I go back and I really look at it and see what about this is truth. So truth is anything, right? You could prove in the court of law. You know how much of Mm, what we write down is a bunch of adjectives and a bunch of, right? We're telling the story, all these stories. And so what is it that's really true, right? And what is it that is is holding me up? 
And what am I, what emotion am I creating for it? And what emotion would I rather create for that? Right. And so, and so what's that thought that's going to bring about that emotion. And then when it comes up for me the rest of the day, I make a choice because that's huge. You got to make a choice. So I choose to believe this story versus this story, right? Like we can rewrite, we can rewrite our past stories, Mm -hmm. the stories that we tell about all the life and everything that came over. We can rewrite those in a different way and we can write our future stories, right? We get to write it all out. That's the crazy That's thing. Yeah. I love that. Well, and I love that you, you write it on paper, mm-hmm. you know, in a journal format, like this is what I did. This is how I Dump felt it all about out. it. Like this is no, what I no made. back. Right. Like you, you put it on paper and then you take some time to then reflect on mm-hmm. what can be proved in the court of law. Mm-hmm. That is so powerful because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Like going back to like what I was saying to myself, this is the prime of my life. Mm-hmm. I've got the best. I had the best body when I was 21. Right. Like that is super goofy. Is that provable in the court of law? Mm-hmm. No. Right. Right. Absolutely not. And actually I came, I was at the the doctor's in January. She's like, are you in perfect health? Mm -hmm. Look at that. I'm in perfect Mm -hmm. health. Why can't I go to the gym and have the best body ever? Right. Like, why can't I have, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the abs that I always dreamed about, or I mean, I could have better abs than I had when I was 21. Yeah. And what is, what is your definition of prime? Right. Like it may have changed since you were 20. Like your definition of prime may be for healthy growing boys, right? Like, right? Like it may be them going, starting their own lives. I mean, you just shared with me what amazing boys you have and I all the amazing things gush. that they're, they're yes. yeah, all the things that they're doing and what's yes. right. Like that came. And that's, a, that's another thing we don't do very often. We don't stop. We, we can often focus on what we don't have or what we want. And we stop to see what we've created, right? We stop to see the blessings that are in our lives because again, everybody has them. We just have to stop and realize. And when we do that, when we take the time to see those blessings, guess what? That that grows our growth to actually do those things that we're not doing so well. It doesn't come from beating ourselves up or reminding ourselves we haven't got there. It comes from stepping and looking at all that we've already created, that evidence for our brain that we can do it again. I right. love that. Taking an account mm-hmm. of all the wins. Mm-hmm. I love to do it with lots of post-it notes. That's why I have <laughs> post-it notes <laughs> all over my office and on my windows. I have lots of glass that surrounds my office and amazing views, but my views are now obstructed. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> with, all my with good post-it colorful notes. post-it notes. I need to see it. Mm-hmm. I need to see it because sometimes mm-hmm. when a campaign doesn't go out the way mm-hmm. that I wanted to and it feels like a complete failure, I feel like a complete mm-hmm. failure. But just because a, compa- a campaign was a fail doesn't mean that I'm a mm-hmm. failure, right? Right? Like I need to see those wins. I need to see those things in front of me, taking an account of all the good things that have happened in our lives mm-hmm. that God has helped us walk through. Mm-hmm. And I've, especially with teenagers, um, I do this a lot with the boys because they, they tend to zero in on the things that they, so Noah drives a mom car, a okay. Toyota Sequoia, <laughs> <laughs> right? Which is a great car. Mm-hmm. It's a really great car, 
Um, it's, you know, wrapped in steel, (laughs) right? Like it's a car that, you know, he's safe in and he drives the four boys or the other three, Mm -hmm. his three brothers to school. So all four of them are in the car in Mm -hmm. the morning and then driving home after practices at night. So he drives the boys around now for the first time. I've got all this freedom, which is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. This is why Mm -hmm. I've added now a podcast (laughs) to my schedule, right? Like this is so cool. Take it off chauffeur. Right. This is my life now. Mm -hmm. I love it. I get to, I get to do what I love. Um, and so, you know, Noah's really been focusing on my mom. It looks like a mom car. It looks like this. And I'm trying. And, and so we have to back up like, hey, mm-hmm. son, let's remember, like most of the friends that you have that are teenagers now don't even have their own car because mm-hmm. they can't pay for their insurance. They can't pay for gas. So that means they can't have a girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? Because they have no <laughs> car to pick them up in. And take them to the movies, right? Like, count your blessings. Look at everything that's going right mm-hmm. for you, right? Like, look at all the ways that we've we've pushed through. And it was um, it was last year in January that I really started doing um, these lists with Noah of what do we want more of? What mm-hmm. do you, Noah, want more of? What do you want less of? Mm-hmm. And just so we, we started making these lists and I reviewed it a couple weeks ago cause it's in, I saved it. It's in my phone. And, uh, one of those things that he, he had made a list, you know, this, this year, this is what I want to see. And one of those was his knee. He had a major surgery okay. on his knee. And when he had this surgery, um, he was the captain of his basketball team and he had to leave school for six weeks, quit the team, mm-hmm. wasn't able to go to the games, right? Like his whole identity mm-hmm. was wrapped mm-hmm. up in like, he's this star player. Mm-hmm. He gets all these accolades. The coaches are always, you know, cheering him on the state, the crowd, the team, like high fives. He lost all of that. And all of a sudden he's at home by himself. Mm-hmm. I'm at work. The boys are at school. No friends. No one's calling. No, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's just there. Mm-hmm. And he walked through his own journey of what was his version of depression. Mm-hmm. And we walked through that together. And for him to now, for me to be able to see that list, because one of those things that we started that when he went through his surgery and when he felt so alone. Mm-hmm. And you know, his, he, he had one parent walking with him mm-hmm. through that time. And that was really challenging mm-hmm. for him. Um, and so he made that list. Okay, well, this is what I want. This is what I want my, my life to look like next year. Mm. And today, okay, when we go through that list, mm. what? He's mm. got a girlfriend. He's got he's got this freedom with this car. His knees, his legs are like tree trunks, mm-hmm. right? Healed, mm-hmm. whole. Mm-hmm. He was re- when he was released. I mean, from his doctor's care, he worked out harder than ever and put his time and attention to his body, mm-hmm. stays healthy. He won't eat sugar. That boy mm-hmm. doesn't eat sugar. He's about protein and vegetables and caring for it. Like he has a whole new appreciation for his body because mm-hmm. of what he walked through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we get to see that list, so we were at breakfast and he was like, mom, I have a, a mom car. It's a Toyota Sequoia, mom. <laughs> Buddy, let's go through this list. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Look what God has already mm-hmm. walked us through. Look what we've done so far together as a team, as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's no reason to believe that you can't have the dream car that you want. But that's going to be something that you walk out, mm-hmm. right? Mom's mm-hmm. done her part. <laughs> I did my part. You can. He's like, Mom, it needs to look like a man car. Son, a car doesn't make you a man. And that's the truth, right. though. Like, right. we feel like, mm-hmm. we feel like if I can drive that fancy car, I'll get the feeling mm-hmm. that I want. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel like I like I'm getting the attention. I want to feel, feel, feel when in reality, like we can have those feelings now. Yeah. And you just you just hit a key point. I think when you asked earlier, what do most people struggle with? I think it's a universal thing of thinking if I move myself in a different situation, whatever that situation is about, that things will be better. But the truth is we go with us wherever we are. The work is done internally, yeah. right? To enjoy where we are and have those feelings, those emotions we want right where we are. And when we can have them right there, then it's time to look at whether we want to move to the next one. Right. It's not when you're in chaos in a situation is not the time to leave, right? It's to find that peace where you, right where you are because then you can walk wherever, whichever direction you choose, you're going to have that peace. You have a clear mind, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're not making decisions based off of, I have to have this feeling and there's a desperation for a feeling. So it could even be, you know, a woman thinking about dating, right? Mm -hmm. Because I have to feel wanted. No, you have to be okay with the fact that you are enough Mm -hmm. and you love yourself and life is good either way. And that's when you attract that. Right. That's the crazy thing about it. (laughs) That's right. So until we center ourselves and get in that good position, even for Noah. So Noah was, was, um, because you know, his, his little Toyota Sequoia, I bought a cash and he was like, okay, mom. So if I sold this, I could only get this though. I can't get this man car. If if Noah was to make an emotional decision, he could go and get himself into a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? He mm-hmm. could be he's 17. Now he could turn 18, have his own credit, mm-hmm. and go get himself into debt and get himself into trouble. And that's this life cycle mm-hmm. that decisions are creating the life that we live, right? I'm not getting it all right. Mm-hmm. You're not getting it right. Mm-hmm. But what we can do is right now decide, okay, you know what, I'm going to be the very best version of me that I can in the situation that I am. So Noah in his Toyota Sequoia, Mm -hmm. once he gets to the place where he's like, I'm at peace, Mm -hmm. I'm thankful, I'm grateful, Mm -hmm. I have four wheels, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Right. Right. Then he can start looking at Exactly. Okay. Yeah. What, Preparing what that is for, for what mm-hmm. that future of his dream car would look like. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't get himself to that place, then he's just emotionally making decisions that could possibly get him into trouble. Yeah, because his thought is he's thinking that that's what makes him a man or whatever it is yeah. that's like that's what makes him manly. Beefy. Yeah. A beefy, beefy car. A beefy, a beefy car. car makes him a beefy athlete. <laughs> right? right? Which we know that's not true, but he hasn't been convinced of that yet, right? And yeah. so he has to he has to play that out until he comes to a point and realizes like, that's not what being a man is about at all. Right. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty interesting, you know, like what is it what are you know, what is it about women that we and we kind of have like this whole, you know, theme of things that we all feel at the same time, but mm-hmm. what are some of the things you said some of the things that women feel are that they're overcoming, you said uh, letting go. Was there anything mm-hmm. else? that you see as a theme for women? Because we all share very similar things. Mm -hmm. I think um, 
One is, like I said, not letting go. One is that they are responsible um, for everyone's feelings, right? As a mom, as a wife, as a worker. It's heavy too. mm -hmm. That's a heavy feeling. Mm -hmm. Or that other people are responsible for our feelings. That's a huge thing that I'm teaching my son, right? I found myself early on saying, you are making mommy really upset. And I learned really quick, no, 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 that's not truth. You're not making me upset. That's powerful, Robin. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's not. I choose my own emotions, right? Mm-hmm. I can't blame what I do on what you're doing. They're, they're two different things, right. right? And I still am going to teach him of the things that he wants to do so that he can be his best self. But like when I'm yelling at him not to yell, like what, yeah. <laughs> how does that make it? Right. What is that teaching him, right? And so, um, so I think that our we think that we have to be that for all people, and we think that other people control our emotions, right? We yeah. think that we, you know, are responsible for everyone's happiness, and and those are those are lies. We can never make everyone happy, right? That's right. We we do what we're called to do at our best, and then we can stand strong in knowing. It, it doesn't mean that everybody else is going to behave. Right. You know, I think oftentimes we think our kids' behavior is a reflection of who we are. Um, and again, it's, it's, that doesn't go simultaneously. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do our best and we are responsible for a lot of things, but, um, because <laughs> you know. he breaking a television at Walt Disney World <laughs> would have been a bad reflection, but yes, I just disconnect yeah. from that. Well, and that Robin. was an accident, yeah. right? It, was, it wasn't, right? He didn't pick up a rock and throw it at it. Well, the boys jumping in the elevator, that was on purpose. <laughs> But, yeah, but again, I the mean, perspective is if that's what the worst thing my teenager is doing, right? way to go, mom, right? Well, way to go him, right? Because he's making those choices. But you're feeding into him, yeah. which is, is allowing him to make those good choices right. for his life. So nobody, stop for a moment. Yes. Pat yourself on the back. Yes. 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 Good job, Erica. <laughs> well, and nobody gets to decide how you feel. Mm-hmm. You decide it mm-hmm. through your thoughts. Yeah. And if you, I don't know what your reaction was to when the TV was broken. Honestly, but- I was shocked, Robin, <laughs> because I had so much, so many other things happening. I was just like, just, just send me the invoice, right? Yeah. Like, just, it's fine. I had a, a conversation with Hezzy, mm-hmm. like, hey, buddy, like we, like, I gotta be, I gotta be able to trust that you're going to, to go away from mom and out of the household and, and be a blessing. He's mm-hmm. like, mom. It was an accident, mm-hmm. you know. I got this. I'm, I'm a good kid, mom. You know mm-hmm. what? You are a good kid. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he reminded is. me. He is. You know, I remember too. My son. I haven't even told this to uh, <laughs> a handful of people that my son broke a window. Not on purpose. Or on another kid told him to. Oh and he, my goodness! Yeah, and he followed I through. That. And I was at first. I was just like. I just could not even right. believe it. You're right. failing. Yeah, I was just what like, yeah, do, right? literally, that's where my like brain you, went. Then you go like, it's a one-parent household. That's yeah. why, right? Yeah. Like, he has no dad. Exactly. Right. Like, all these, right? Like, what is what is he going to be in life? Right? Like, your my brain right. just went crazy. That's and, so and, funny. And I remember my, so I, I had to call my uncle and tell him, right? Because it was his his property. Oh, no. it was, And I just, I was crying. I, I just felt, I was just felt horrible, right? But you know what my uncle said? um, he said Robin he goes the same thing happened to me when I was a kid I told your brother which is my dad and he goes and he goes actually he goes my dad gave us grace because we came and told him what had happened but what he told him what he said to me was Robin what a time to learn a lesson at this age versus when he's 16 
behind a wheel and some kids tells him to do something stupid. That's right. And I was like, now there is perspective. More perspective. <laughs> right. uh, you've right. got some wisdom. I do. Up in I that do. family of yours. I do. Um, but I, you know, I had to take that and say, yeah, there's right. We're going to learn. There's going to be consequences and we're going to talk about it, of course. But let's use this to learn. Like, right. let's make this. That's what parenting is. We're teaching our kids how to learn, to process yeah. and make their own choices when the time comes. Well, that's and, discipline, right? Yeah. Discipline is to disciple, to make a disciple. Mm -hmm. Discipline is to make a disciple, to teach. Mm -hmm. And what better way than when they make mistakes? Yes. And what better way to make smaller mistakes, jump right. on an elevator, right. Right, break the window, <laughs> even though it didn't feel small at the time. Break a TV. Our <laughs> right. little kids, our little hooligans. Right. <laughs> but th those are lessons that like, right. those, those things can replace. You can't replace a life when you're in a car and some kid, right, chooses to listen right. to their friend and do something. Um, so... Right. It's perspective. We look at like these, it's the same thing in our lives. You talked about these problems. We can use them to make us better. We call them problems, right? But we can use that to make us better or be all that we're called to be and yeah. become better people. Or we can become bitter and we can become bitter about them and kind and of have really there. terrible skin. Because <laughs> it's, it's linked, folks, bad skin and bitterness, right? Just like that, like just aging. It ages you. Well, death. It's the I mean, all of it. Yeah. It's the death in your mm -hmm. mind is creating mm -hmm. death in your body. Mm -hmm. I was in Jamaica um, a couple weeks ago, and I it was just so amazing. The I, I think the perspective of the people, but one of the things that the ladies was saying was, you know, we don't have problems in Jamaica. We have situations, mm, right? Mm. Yeah, man. Right? Like, <laughs> we have situations. We don't mm -hmm. have any problems. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. teaching that perspective to our children. So what are going to be some of the ways that you, you know, give these life skills to your son? Like mm -hmm. how, like, do you have a system? Do you have, um, I know you're a writer. I know you've got all these amazing coaching things. Like what is going to be your system to be able to say, here you go. This is. Yeah. This is for you to win in life. I think it's everyday life. I think it's the example that I live by, what I teach him. It's powerful. Yeah. And I'm I'm learning more and more about, I think, you know, a single parent household sometimes, you know, I, I believe the lie of, of you know, he's not getting enough discipline right. or whatever, right? Like that he doesn't have this heavy hand. Missing. Yeah. There's always something missing. And you know what? It hogwash. Is hogwash. <laughs> Total hogwash. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a perfect, yes, do I want to be, do I want to be married? Do I want him to have that? Yeah. Yeah. But for the right person, of course, right. that's great. But, but this every day, um, it's that every day that I get to, um, I, what I was going to say is so often I'm like, I'm stuck on the consequences. Like I'm stacking up all these consequences. And what I'm learning is I want to be teaching him, right? I want to stop and have those teachable moments. Not that we don't have consequences with it, but I want to teach him so that he can make, um, you know, I told you that I came in a really strict household and kind of decisions were made for me. So this might seem a little crazy, but when I was in college, I couldn't make a single decision. I didn't know what color I liked. I didn't know. I didn't know how to make decisions wow. because I hadn't learned that. Wow. And so it's important for me to teach him those type of to things. To think for himself. To think for himself. And yes, we have guidelines and we teach and all those things. Yep. But part of it is teaching him the process. When somebody says something to him at school, teaching him the process, asking a lot of questions 
instead mm-hmm. of giving him, well, that's not true, Ball. I asked the questions like, what, what, you know, how did that make you feel? Is that really true? Is what they say true? Like let him come to his own conclusion and thinking of it so that when he's in those situations again, he can reason it out. I love Mm -hmm. that. That is truly powerful, Robin. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like being able to leave that legacy that, that I, I love in the Bible just where it talks about Abraham was chosen as the father of many nations because he would teach his children. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like there is a blessing when you, we just stop and we slow down and we teach these things. And for us, you know, the people that are in front of us are all the time are our, you know, our kids and mm-hmm. we're teaching them. Um, you've got the coaching company, you're, mm-hmm. you're teaching these women these skills. Um, but being able to to also for us as well to learn and grab mm-hmm. uh, from the mentors and the people that are out there. There's so much wisdom. There's so much knowledge mm-hmm. out there. Um, the Bible says that people perish, perish for a lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's right. the lack of knowledge. And so, you know, how do you gather? You said that you didn't even know how to think. You had to learn. You had to grow. You're a lifelong learner. How did you learn and grow and what was kind of that journey for you getting to the place that you are now? Because it looks completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it is completely different. And I think part of that is, you know, like learning the example we were talking about making decisions. Guess what? I just had to step out and start making them. And some of them were possibly right, wrong, right? I just had to step out mm-hmm. and start practicing, right? And being okay if I failed. Right. And not telling myself that it's a learning. We talked about the word. It's so important. I found myself so many times saying, especially as a single mom, like all these things I have to, and I have to, no, I get to. Yes. Right. Like even those little words, if I get to, you know, the, the, I desire this, I don't want it. Want is a lack. I desire these kind of things. So just those, those little, um, changes in your life, but you just, sometimes you just have to step out too. And you have to realize that, it may or may not go as you look for it to go. Yeah. You just walk in the best that you can yeah. and you love yourself along the way, Be whichever way that it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you said stepping out, doing something different. So for somebody who hasn't had a coaching experience, like what does that look like? Um, what are they going to experience? Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of well, give freedom us a little... is what they're going to experience. Yes, girl. That's, yeah, that really is what they're. That's that's the goal, and that's what my clients. You it's know, refreshing day after day. It to, really to is. talk to somebody mm-hmm. who has a different perspective, mm-hmm. not a, not as a therapist. Let's like let's let's rework. It's mm-hmm. as a let's push you forward, mm-hmm. and and things are going to shed as mm-hmm. you're as you're running forward. Things mm-hmm. are shedding, right? right? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm future focused, right? Like where yes. do you want to be? And let's get you there. Right. And so usually for my clients, that's freedom, right? For the things that have uh, in their mind that they're creating, right? Like mm-hmm. feeling their life that they're not good enough or their loss or they can't let this particular situation go. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, your, your past forms you, it's not that it never comes up, but we can't change the past, right? We can change how we look at it. And we can move forward. And and so that's what, I mean, that's my ultimate goal. That's what my clients do. We're getting to freedom. And so, you know, for, you know, for my client business, it's one-on-one, you know, I do it all 
phone Zoom so I can help anybody in the world, right? Right. Um, and so, you know, we walk through those things. We make it very personal to them. I have a lot of tools that we walk through. Um, I give them um, a lot of things that can really propel them. You know, they ultimately have to take the step right to reach out and then they have to take the step to put it into practice but like they have a cheerleader alongside of them the whole way and if they if they are willing if they're at that point that they're willing to do what they need to do like they will absolutely excel and it's so fun to watch yeah Mm -hmm. that's so amazing and so rewarding Mm -hmm. um I'm so grateful that we have people in the world like you Robin that um I, I I meet girls at you know, all the time. And I'm always passing your phone number along. Like, you know what? This sounds like a Robin situation. Um, let me go and work on this business, right? Like, let me, I'm, it's not a money problem. If it's a money problem, I'm with you, girl. But this is a Robin situation. So I'm so grateful that there are people like you in the world. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be praying just that, you know, that you are consistently refreshed, that as, as you go out and refresh others, that you are consistently refreshed and I know beautiful things are in store for you, but um, we'll wrap this up with the three things that you want to be remembered for. Mm. My faith is important to me. So I want to be remembered as a woman that loved, that loved God, that served God, Mm -hmm. um, that followed him and that let his light shine. Um, So that's definitely one. Um, I'd say second is probably, that same thing, love, right? I want to be somebody that is known for loving other people well. Yeah. Um, my kids, my neighbors, the homeless man on the street, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I want to love well. I want my son to see love. Um, and then third, I would say I'd want to be remembered as somebody that uh, that walked in their calling, right? That that That's walked bad. out their, their life and... And, and what they were called to do and and whatever that took that that did that to to let you know their gifts and who they were shine that's beautiful and especially because it, it there are so many wonderful people out there that are designed to do phenomenal things mm-hmm. and they know it mm-hmm. they're just living a whole different life and they, mm-hmm. that's where that depression that anxiety that feeling of stuck I can't mm-hmm. move I'm I'm never going to get here. I'm never going to, you know, all those really yucky, I wish, I wish, I wish Mm -hmm. this victim mindset. And the reality is, it's just today Mm -hmm. you make one little degree shift, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. one of those little degree shifts could be call Robin, find somebody in your church, find find Mm -hmm. somebody in a meetup group, find somebody who is living the life that you want, who Mm -hmm. has the skill set that can help pull you forward, Mm -hmm. um, and really just continue to walk towards the, the what what that great life that you love mm-hmm. could be, mm-hmm. right? Walking towards it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anybody, if you can do it, Robin, if I can do it, <laughs> then anybody, anybody can do it. Can do it this is sure. possible. Mm-hmm. It is possible. It so is. for our listeners out there, like I, I really want you to just point to yourself and say, you know what? It's possible. Mm, absolutely. It's possible. I am a living mm-hmm. story, a true story mm-hmm. of what is possible, what people can overcome, mm-hmm. what people can get through, and what people can champion. Mm-hmm. It's possible. If it's possible mm-hmm. for me, it's possible. Robin, it is possible mm-hmm. for you. That's right. So I am so excited. Um 
to hear about all the different ways that your business is making an impact in the world. Um, so how can people get in touch with you? Like how, if they want to, if they want to do get some coaching, if they want to do one-on-one, if they want to get some tools, how do they reach out to you? Yeah, there's a, there's a few ways. So they can go to my website, robinmorecoaching.com. It's Robin with a Y. Um, they can email me at rmore at robinmorecoaching. Okay. And we'll put it on the lower third yeah. for everybody yeah. that's watching. Or on Facebook. Well. I'm pretty active on Facebook on my personal page. It's robin.more.16. Um, so okay. any of those ways, just shoot me a message and we'll, we'll get in contact. Yay. All right, girl. Well, I love you. Thank you so much for what you're doing for Thank this you. sisterhood and for women all across the state, the nation, and the world. Um, and I know great things are to come for you. Thank so, you, Erica. Yes. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Bye.